0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Clutter. I'm your host, Marco Statton, a professional organizer specializing in chronic clutter. I'm so excited about today's podcast episode. I have the wonderful Alexis with us today. She is someone who has conquered clutter in her home, and she will be sharing her decluttering journey with us, what inspired her to roll up her sleeves and start decluttering, her challenges along the way, And most importantly, advice for those of you who are feeling stuck and are struggling to get started. So welcome, Alexis. Thank you so much for being here today. And to start, can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to begin decluttering your home?
1: Good morning, Margo. Thank you for having me. Loving the idea of being here. Um, So how I got to this place was... I grew up in a household where clutter was normal. So getting rid of stuff was not the norm. And it was kind of like frowned upon in a way with some things. Oh, you might need this for this. Oh, somebody might need that. Or you could donate. So I you know, built those bad habits. And so over time, the progress that I made, well,
0: pretty much like got reversed. It sounds like you were somebody that were you were comfortable decluttering certain parts of your home. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. so much that, you know, you experienced clutter all over your space. You know, it seemed like you were able to declutter, for example, clothing that you found easier and things of that Mm -hmm. nature. So your your home, in essence, wasn't overrun by clutter. You had a few Achilles heels, which was your closet, which housed a ton of paperwork. So it was really kind of like you left the hardest for last. So decluttering that paperwork is really where you needed somebody to come in and, you know, help you out and guide you and provide accountability. So you you definitely had a clear starting point, when we started working together and it was that clutter it was the paperwork it was the textbooks what was your method of decluttering like what helped you to finally be able to declutter paperwork or rather what did you struggle with like why was it so hard for you to declutter the paperwork while you were so successful in other areas of your home um
1: i can't even really pinpoint one exact thing i just remember um like let's say Let's take pay, uh, textbooks, for example. It just was the um, I don't know. It just gets too too stressful and emotional thinking about getting rid of this thing that I might need someday. Like just creating these stories in my mind that just leave me so frustrated. And meanwhile, this thing is taking up space in my home. And as far as the papers, um, you know, it was like it it was an overwhelming amount and. I might get started, and every time I will look at it, like I didn't have a plan. I was an all-or-nothing thinker, so (laughs) I would expect myself to get through large amounts. In my head, it seemed easy until I was faced with the emotion that came with processing. Each thing was a decision. It was a feeling. It was an emotion. It was a thought, and it was so overwhelming. I had no way of like chopping that down because I wanted it all gone like, like now, now.
0: <laughs> yeah, paperwork takes gold. time. Yeah, paperwork yeah. is definitely one of those things that unless you just don't even bother looking at what's mm-hmm. in there and you just shred it mm-hmm. all, it does take a lot of time. And I think that yes. a lot of people don't realize that, we when we start doing this, we lose motivation and momentum, because it's like we sat there for an hour going through paperwork. Mm-hmm. And you went mm-hmm. through this and you're like, mm-hmm. I barely put a dent in this pile. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point yeah. of continuing? Yes.
1: yes, it's nauseating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what worked for you as far as decluttering your paperwork and your textbooks? What did you find worked for you? Oh, my gosh. So setting
1: the timer, definitely like your idea to just do 15 minutes. So sometimes I would feel like my 15 minutes was like a huge success and other times it was just a small one. But your um you know your weekly celebrations with like look you did that you did that today you did that this week, you know? Okay. Cuz in your mind you're like I just still have so much more to do. But when you force me to recall what all happened cuz you know you're going about your week, yeah. you're working, you're doing this and this and that, you're going through the motions of everything that you had to do and you forget those little tiny wins like throwing away that textbook that you wanted to refer to but you never did it was just such a huge ball of stress and then by the end of the week you forgot about that so when you were forced me to hey remember you did this like remember you did that I was like damn like you know what you're right I can do this again
0: Celebrating wins is incredibly important. Like we we mm-hmm. hardly ever celebrate wins. And if we do, they're monumental, mm-hmm. like I got married, I bought a house and like how often mm-hmm. did those things happen? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So oftentimes, it's just like, I didn't really do that much. And then lo and behold, it's like an entire list. Mm-hmm. And now when we add to that, the emotional component, right, when it's something sentimental or when it's something that you're holding on to, you know, past self or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the guilt of I invested or spent money on this or whatnot. Right. Even letting go of one item like a textbook Mm -hmm. is a huge deal it is an absolutely huge deal, because those are things that we've been holding on to for years and years and years. So Mm -hmm. I think celebration and having an accountability partner in general, whether it's a coach or a friend or a neighbor, it doesn't matter or mom, you know, having accountability and having support and having somebody really keep a record of all of your wins is Mm -hmm. going to help you to be successful. So that's a great tip for like all of you listening is invest in a Support buddy, invest <laughs> in an mm-hmm. accountability partner because it truly does help motivate us and guide us through the process. Do you recall what was one of your most challenging items to part with, and and maybe you didn't part with it yet? Maybe oh, we we wow. still got it around the house. I I felt like yeah, the top textbook was at
1: the like very big on the list. I think another one was I don't know why, like. <laughs> I like my my fantasy self just saw me as I guess this organized person and um, having all of this stuff, um, you know, a certain kind of way. But like with my mind and like you know, just having ADHD is like you kind of you have all these ideas that you don't execute, but you also have all this stimulation. You realize that hey everything that's taking up space in your home it is asking something of you yeah. and you literally only have so much energy so every time you look at for example that those textbooks that you're not utilizing you're kind of like wow this is a weight on my shoulders and when you finally just like let it go you're like this this is an irrational thought that you're having just keeping this around Um, what use are you putting to it? Someone else can utilize this. Um, You don't need to do this to yourself. Like you deserve to be like just free and relaxed and feel at ease in your home not having all this stuff calling your attention versus you focusing on yourself. It kind of put everything into perspective. Like I had to like constantly check myself. And if I didn't have you there every day, just like, you know, reaching out to me like, hey, Alexis, what you work on today? What are you working on today?
0: Um, you are like status update, <laughs> produce <Yeah>. results now. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. It's it's truth, and it's like some days it's just like it is mentally and emotionally draining to think that you have to come back to this mountain that's in front of you, and when you realize that you have, for me, accountability work like wonders. It's just something that allowed me to. Like keep pushing forward because we want to take breaks naturally. We're just human beings. When that motivation from like that first or second week or the first you know day, first couple of days of the week, like wears off, and you would catch on to that. You'd be like, okay, Alexis, what are we doing today? Like you, you real me right back in. It's like okay, um, right? I'm gonna work on this. I'm gonna work on that. I'm a chip away at this. Just go away at that. And I had to remove myself from that all or nothing thinking. Yeah
0: you are somebody so you you know, you mentioned that you were decluttering for quite some time. So you were probably mm-hmm. decluttering for a good what, couple of years. before, Yeah, off yeah. On, yeah. yeah, off and on. Start, so you weren't necessarily right. You weren't necessarily new to the decluttering game. Right. It was mm-hmm. more so you needed like an additional level of support to kind of get mm-hmm. through some of the harder stuff. So I think yes. that with you from what I'm hearing you say is it's not so much that there were specific items because you were pretty much down to so like your sentimental, right? You're mm-hmm. hard to part with like, mm-hmm. um, but I think with you is more so kind of, redirecting you back on task and kind of Mm -hmm. having those realistic and the the mindset shift because you are a very all or nothing. Like it's like if I put my mind to something, all of it needs to get done overnight. And as we all know, Mm -hmm. decluttering does not happen overnight. So it's really zeroing in on and focusing your attention on small wins, Mm -hmm. right? And small victories. And I think most importantly, keeping with you keeping that commitment and that momentum going because like you said there are days and times where you don't want to do this anymore and you're tired and you want to give up and it's easy to make excuses and say but I had all of these other things on my agenda and it's like with you it was more kind of refocusing and finishing the project and supporting you um, along the way and you were able to be successful to the point where now all you're essentially left with is kind of those maintenance strategies so that Mm -hmm. we don't go back to accruing, yes. accruing
1: a ton of paperwork. Step in like a trainer. Like when you know you have to come, you have to, if you're a trainer is your accountability partner every day, you're recommitting every day. It's easy to like when you're, you know, like on a weight loss journey or dieting to just when nobody's watching, do nothing. But yeah. when you are committing to mm-hmm. this person every day, it's like you have to show up and you want to show them your progress. Yeah. So you can't make it up. Yeah. It's like, look, I either did this or I didn't. So like, where's know, the yeah. photograph? <laughs> yeah. You helped me like do those baby steps.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think you did fantastic and you had a lot of insight into just while going through it. I think that um, it's beneficial to know that it is an emotional journey right? Mm-hmm. That we do reflect that we do have days where we're sad, where we're angry, right? There were times where I think you, you got angry at all, like oh, the yeah. effect that the, these inanimate objects it are having on you. Yes. Like, you know, and I think that you, there, there's some benefits of that, like, guys, like, mm-hmm. get angry at your clutter sometimes, yes. right? At the end of the day, we, we are allowing inanimate objects with no feeling, mm-hmm. no emotion, right? To literally oh, impact us both physically and mentally like that should piss you off like <laughs> and it did and it did, it did.
1: because every day that had to come back and there was still more of that pile yeah. i might have chipped away at it yesterday but it's like everybody have to come back and you're here it's like you're still here you know yeah. and it's just like why why like why am i allowing myself it it made you just get more into your own mind. Yeah. Why am I allowing you to have such a hold on me and my life? Like Mm -hmm. if I get rid of you, I can move on to something else. I can do other things, you know, like I have my list of my goals. I was like, oh, you know, I'm not making time for myself to do this or to do that, go on a vacation, take care of myself more, go to the gym more. And I wasn't doing it because of like, you have this clutter at home that if you get rid of it, then you'll have more time for all the other things. It's like, yeah. but you're not tackling the color. So, yeah. you know, that's where the accountability buddy came in. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. What would you say has been, have been some of like the positive changes? Like what have you observed by having less stuff? How has that affected you? Um,
1: I'm not as overwhelmed when I go into either of my closets. Like, you know, like the closet that used to have all the paper or even my clothing closet. Because, you know, like towards the end of our working together, like you start talking about project three three three. And then that like inspired me to like venture into that. And like now like my clothing closet, like getting dressed is so less overwhelming. Just like oh you know, I'm just gonna grab this, I'm gonna grab that. So it's like I might've been scared to step into that on my own, but because I had you to, you went through it. So because I had you as like, you know, a sister to help me through that, it's like your sister or your friend, just like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this is how you can approach this. Cause having a book is one thing. Like, look, I had the Kamari book, okay? And mm-hmm. look, it, d- did it solve my life? No, it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could buy the, th- the Project 333 book. But sometimes you just need someone to just like brainstorm and coach you through things and to give you, you know, hope that, hey, you can do this. Yes, it's doable. And decluttering is not a one one and done. I'm still constantly being able to go through things to be like, okay, now that I've let go of some, I've built that decluttering muscle. Um that we talked about and it made it easier to let go of some stuff that maybe I didn't the first couple times around. Yeah. So going through that closet where you know I might have still had this left over, that left over. I'm just like, you know what? Okay. I can let go of this, I can let go of that. You know, I can find things easier, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> I'm I'm doing little things that you asked me to do in the beginning, like, okay your mail, for example, when that shows up, get you know, the stuff that you don't need right away, go through your mail right away. Like, don't let it sit, you know? It's like putting things where they need to go, like right away. Like I'll have you in the back of my head. It's <laughs> like still there. It's just like, Lord, I don't want to have to go through this ever again. And it's not that things won't accumulate, but because you introduced a, the cluttering plan, yeah, where you know if you you write out yourself your your goals and how you're gonna tackle each area, it helps you to just keep things under control. That way, if you know life gets hectic, I know that I have a maintenance plan.
0: Yeah, and also you change, right? I mean, the more you declutter, the more you appreciate what mm-hmm. your home looks like, right? The more you cool. respect yourself and how you feel. And you tend to begin, and this is something that I think is, you have to experience it for yourself, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think we've all heard, like, all of these incredible things start to happen Mm -hmm. when I'm decluttering, my mind changes, I feel better, my anxiety decreases, my depression maybe gets better, until you're actually doing the work, right? It's not Mm -hmm. about consumption. It's not about reading books, videos. I mean, it's great, right? All of that is great. Knowledge is power, but not at the cost of preventing you from actually taking action it's really one of those things where you truly experience all the benefits by doing. And then like you're describing, you know, at this point for you, it's it's all about maintenance. It's like you Mm -hmm. bring something in and then you maybe remove something you Mm -hmm. find something like a hair product that's already empty instead of keeping it or maybe there's a little bit left for just in case you get rid of it right away. All of those things, those things start to happen as you begin to remove clutter from your home. So, you know, I think that for a lot of folks, they can't imagine, right? They can't picture all of these benefits that all of, you know, anybody who's like a decluttering guru talks about Mm -hmm. all of these benefits and they're like, huh, kind of sounds nice in theory, but it's true. Yeah, It does happen once you actually begin to take action and once you and relatively quickly as you're removing clutter from your home. But, you know, you got to start, you got to start purging. You got to start. Yeah, and the big thing
1: was giving my persist self permission to let things go. Yes, because there's you know. so much guilt attached to oh, I purchased this. Oh, someone gave this to me. Oh, it's like we just give ourselves this unnecessary guilt, and and you, before you know it, like your space is just consumed with things that remind you of people, places, and things, and when you come home, you don't feel relaxed. You feel like you should be straightening up things or decluttering or organizing. It's like, who wants to feel like that every day that they come home? Like, I remember when my finally got like my bedroom, you know, under control. And it was just like, I feel calm in here. You know, when we got towards the end of our working together, like sitting on the couch, just like enjoying a couple of tea, cup of tea, I didn't feel guilt doing that and I didn't have that before we started doing this because I wasn't giving myself permission to let go to just have left and reclaim my time and my space it was never my intention to have all of these things and we really do have to forgive ourselves like look you know this life sometimes life throws things at you and it this fantasy self that thinks that you're going to have all this stuff in your house is going to look this way. And before you know it, you're like, Oh my God, like I'm just surrounded by crap. Like what the, what yeah. did I do? How did I get here? And how do I get out? And the reality is that you just have to give yourself permission to a, be human, b make mistakes, c let go. Because If you're worried about, oh, what is this person going to think that I let go of this? Like, first of all, people are too consumed with their own lives to worry about what you did with that thing that they gave you, you know, last year on your birthday. Like, come on now. Like, you need to put into perspective how you want to feel. I want to feel at peace in my home. I want to feel like I have time to myself. I don't want to feel like I'm spending all of my extra time to organize and clean and, you know, declutter and decluttering literally will only take you a few minutes a day and you can chip away at it slowly. Those little 15 minutes that you introduced me to getting used to were, you know, instrumental in some ways I was able to do more. And some days I could barely do the 15 because that one thing that I might've let go just might've been just, I carry all of these, mm-hmm. this energy thoughts, you know,
0: just guilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, Oh, what did I do to myself? Oh. <laughs> so, it, it's not easy. There are easy days and there are hard days. And I think that you have to give yourself grace yeah. on days where it's too heavy on days when it's too emotional Um, and just be like, that's okay. Like today I'm not decluttering. Or I know that, you know, for a lot of folks who specifically have ADHD, whether it's, you know, small bursts, 15 minute increments, but sometimes even that's too much. So possibly one to five items a day, even on those really bad days, everyone can find a paper clip to get rid of.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a a way, how long was that paper sitting there? You know, that, that thing on your table.
0: You have been successful. You're doing incredibly well. You've also transitioned into organization. Like you mentioned, you started with Project 333. I know that you've organized parts of your closet. Um, Mm -hmm. So you're doing fantastic. You're definitely like more intermediate leaning into um, advanced. What advice would you give to, you know, someone who is struggling to even get started?
1: The advice I would probably give them is, like I said, just give yourself permission. Give yourself permission and look at the things that you're absolutely not reaching for. What are you, we all have stuff in our closet that we do not reach for. And we keep telling ourselves that, hey, I'm, I might need this for this. Like, if you're like me, you were trained as a child, oh, you might need this for this might, Like, come on now, you take that into your adulthood and before you know it, you're not letting go of anything. We were never meant to be holding on to all this stuff, okay? Start with the stuff that you're not utilizing and you're teaching yourself that you can let go that way. And look at the stuff that you're using all the time. You know, if you're somebody who periodically is going shopping, you're going to replace something. So we have to let go of the things that we know we're absolutely not reaching for. and. Try not to bring anything in
0: <laughs> until you absolutely. That's wise. To. That's wise. No shopping until you. Yeah.
1: Finish you know, decluttering. That's hard. You
0: know, that's a hard one, though.
1: It, it, it is, and I, when I looked at around my closet, for example, and I had, when's the last time I wore heels? You know what I'm saying? I can't even tell you how many pairs of heels I reluctantly let go of some of them never worn you know they're beautiful they're gorgeous okay but let's be realistic was I going to wear them no and it was the idea the fantasy self that was holding on to Oh, these will look cute with this. This will look cute with that. That'll look great when I lose weight. Da, 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 da. Like, come on, child. Like, look, start where you are. If you don't give yourself permission to let go of things, you can't inspire yourself. Mm-hmm. Because there's too much stuff around you. And it's really distracting. Sometimes you just have to pare down to just get down to your basics. I'm like, okay, this is basically what I'm reaching for all the time. It's like, yeah. look, fantasy self, she ain't wear that dress. She ain't put on that skirt. She ain't wearing them heels. It's like, look, you, you got to go. Like, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> and somebody could be out yeah. there enjoying that stuff that I let yeah. go of. It hurts. Okay. Yeah. It hurt. But it hurts for like a shoes. minute. And then by the time it's okay. out of your house, you don't even remember. I was so happy.
1: I was so happy. Okay. <laughs> I was so happy. It was bittersweet. It was. It's a gift to yourself. Yeah. You really are gifting yourself freedom when you don't have to make the decision of when am I going to wear this? I barely go out, so why do I have all these clothes if I'm not going to work or I'm not doing something, you know, routine, <laughs> you know, work, gym, home, basic stuff, you know, grocery shopping? Why I got all this? Why? Why? Listen, when the time comes, you know, and fashions change, your body changes. You can go out and gift yourself something later. But for now, stick to what's necessary and believe in yourself that you got this and you can reel it back in every time. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So start small, right? And I love that, giving yourself permission to let go. But the most important thing is to get started, right? So I think that I urge everybody, if you haven't started yet, but you've been thinking about it, today is the day. And I don't mean tomorrow. I mean, like today is the day. Mm -hmm. Head over, pick up that like, sheet of paper, or I don't and know, mad that, at that sheet of paper, right? Yeah. Or that miscellaneous it. trinket, you know, or that, like, how dare paper. you be in my way? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just you? throw it out. Okay, just yeah. go, go and throw it out. But it does take time. And you know, Alexis has been on this journey for several years. So I think that, you know, shifting your perspective that decluttering and achieving a clutter-free home is not something that happens overnight. Mm -hmm. Um, It is an investment of your time and your energy and your willpower, um, but you will get there. And, you know, if you continue to procrastinate and you're like, I'm going to start in a year from now, well, imagine how much clutter you'll accrue in the next year, which is why it's important to start today, right? Um, And little by little kind of purge that space. (laughs) Let go of the guilt. Let go of the guilt. Yeah. And just move forward. Wonderful. Well, Alexis, thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for for sharing your journey and your valuable insight. Thank you so much for listening. As always, good luck on your decluttering journey and remember to be good to yourselves.